Hi there and welcome to episode 79 of the LDS study session with your host Matthew Roberts. And uh, as promised, I'm going to just finish off uh, some of the study that we began yesterday um, with the Come Follow Me study. Uh, we're looking at August 12th to August 18th, Romans chapter 7 to 16, Overcome Evil with Good. And we are still looking at the section which is entitled, What Did Paul Mean by Predestinate, Election and Foreknow? Uh, and that's found in Romans, mainly in Romans 9 to 11. We're moving on from the word predestinate now and, and kind of the different contexts and uh, meanings behind that, which we discussed yesterday, and the word election. And we're looking at foreordination or foreknowing. Now, I think that um, it's important at this stage, now that we're considering kind of the, the doctrine of foreordination or the, the, the principle that we believe as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that individuals, uh, a number of individuals have been kind of forecalled or prepared for certain things to do in this life or certain duties to fulfil. Uh, now, there is a number of places we could go with this to begin with. Uh, there is obviously the scripture in Abraham chapter 3, uh, which talks about Abraham and how uh, the Saviour stood in the midst of the, the good souls before this life and decided that he will make them his rulers um, on the earth. Now, if we're relating this to, to Romans chapter 9 to 11, when you read through Romans chapters 9 to 11, it is very difficult to, to understand at first glance. But simply, what, what Paul is trying to express to the Romans, as mentioned yesterday, is that he is explaining to them why this principle of having a chosen people happened before the gospel was extended to them. He's explaining to them how the people of Israel uh, were chosen and for, or foreordained to receive the adoption or to receive the covenant and promise uh, that the gospel offered. Um, but this doesn't just apply to the people who are born into the house of Israel, it applies to them now. It's been made open to them through a number of reasons, but mainly through um, disbelief or kind of the disobedience of, the, of a number of the people in the house of Israel, which is why he then talks about the, the importance of righteousness and the, the importance of acting and listening to the word of God, as he does in Romans ten seventeen, uh, And then he goes into chapter 11 about what we discussed yesterday, um, how the Gentiles have been grafted into the house of Israel, and now it is going to them um, because because of unbelief and, dis and uh, disobedience by, by the house of Israel, but also that's just what the Lord has decided at this time, that it's being made available to them for their, uh, for their sakes. Um, it is complicated to understand and very long-winded, basically, uh, which is why I'm grateful that we do have the Book of Mormon uh, and other uh, sources of revelation to help clarify certain details uh, that are taught in the Bible. For all the things that were said in Romans 9 to 11, we do believe, but they were very complex to understand. But then uh, we go to uh, the scripture in Alma 13, uh, which talks about foreordination as well. Uh, and I'll just read verse 3 in chapter 13. It says, And this is the manner after which they were ordained, being called and prepared from the foundation of the world, according to the foreknowledge of God, on account of their exceeding faith and good works. In the first place, being left to choose good or evil, therefore they, having chosen good, and having exercised exceedingly great faith, are called with a holy calling, yea, with that holy calling which was prepared with and according to a preparatory redemption for such. So, Teaching the principle here that before we came to the earth, 
we lived and we had choices of good or evil and some people chose more good choices than evil than others and as a result they were given the opportunity to take on a a calling or a foreordination or an election you might say uh, to go to earth and to fulfill a certain role or call or duty or responsibility now the important thing is to remember that not everyone is given the same role or responsibility uh, you know in the cases of of brethren it, it may be that they are ordained to a, a certain calling or or, or uh, ordination in the priesthood uh, for sisters it also relates to other uh, many possible um, things that they could do in this life as well one such example which i'd completely forgotten about until i looked into the uh, gospel topic section which i do recommend you do for for ordination uh, it brought up the scripture in esther uh, chapter 4 verse 14 uh, which i completely forgotten about um, but of course as we know with the story of esther uh, she was living at a time when the when uh, her uh, uncle was kind of in trouble and because the king had been tricked into deciding that the the Jews should be killed um, and that you know they should not be allowed to, to continue to live in, in that kingdom uh, and but Esther of course was, was herself a Jew uh, and so she kind of had to go to the king and you know persuade him otherwise um, and then of course we, we read in Esther 414 um, this this great well-known verse, where Mordecai um, says to her, For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Basically saying, you know, you've probably been placed here, been given this opportunity to be in this position with the king as his wife to allow this deliverance to happen. What I find is interesting is that, and I've never really looked at this because there's the phrase of thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this is, is very much focused on in that verse as a principle of foreordination. She was put there at this time to then do this thing. Um, but at the start of verse 14, it's a very another interesting principle which we sometimes forget with foreordination. And this is where it's different to predestination. It says, for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, meaning if you don't say anything, then shall their enlargements and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. Basically meaning there will be some sort of event or somewhere else will, will this great miraculous deliverance come from. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. Basically, you will, will, will lose out on that. You won't be able to be a part of that. So Mordecai clearly has this belief that even if Esther isn't quiet, is doesn't say anything about this, he believes in his in his God that there will be deliverance from another place, and that's the thing with foreordination, um, is that whilst you are called to this, you know it is your choice to accept it or not. I'm going to pick from out from um, the foreordination gospel topic uh, section in the gospel library. And I, again, I do recommend you have a look at this. Um, but it says this within the quote, within the section, quote, For ordination does not guarantee that individuals will receive certain callings or responsibilities. Such opportunities come in this life as a result of the righteous exercise of agency 
just as foreordination came as a result of righteousness in the premortal existence, close quote. The fact is, is that we were foreordained to whatever we have been called to do in this life, whatever that will be, uh, because of our choices before this life. However, uh, we still need to make those choices in this life to then be ready to receive that call. Um, and, you know, this foreordination, you know, we can focus on people like Esther and Abraham and the Saviour himself and all these and prophets and apostles and all sorts um, of wonderful people. Uh, who have been called to duties, men and women who have been able to do wonderful things. I mean, and of course, you know, we're talking about foreordination here. I don't think that this just applies to roles and responsibilities within the Lord's kingdom uh, on earth, meaning the church. People, and one that comes to mind is Mother Teresa um, and other wonderful people in the, in the world who have led to advances in human um success and blessing uh, for the human race um, you know there's many people I'm sure who have been foreordained to do certain things even outside of the church um, and again you know we can read it here uh, in continuing in the gospel topic section quote the doctrine of foreordination applies to all members of the church not just the saviour and his prophets before the creation of the earth faithful women were given certain responsibilities and faithful men were all foreordained to certain priesthood duties as people prove themselves worthy, they will give, be given opportunities to fulfil the, the assignments they then received. So the fact is that we have received them. It is our job now to be ready for that. I just want to uh, conclude this, uh, this study session uh, with a quote um, given in the October 2011 General Conference. It's by Sister Elaine S. Dalton, who is serving as the Young Women General President at the time in a talk called Love Her Mother. Uh, and she talks about brethren and about how they have indeed been foreordained to these works. You are, uh, she says, quote, you are not ordinary men. Because of your valiance in the pre-mortal realms, you qualified to be leaders and to possess, possess priesthood power. There you exhibited exceeding faith and good works, and you are here now to do the same. Your priesthood sets you apart, close quote. And then she continues on in this talk to encourage men of the priesthood to live up to that calling to actually, you know, love their wives and their children and to be that servant in the home to, to them that they have been foreordained to be, holding that priesthood authority. Um, you know, and I think I love it because it's a, a, mes a message that many men of the priesthood need to hear uh, and sisters need to hear as well, I'm sure. So to be honest, I wasn't, I didn't think that this uh, episode would be uh, quite as full as other ones, but I, we are getting to 11 minutes now, so I will close it there. Uh, but it has been interesting to study this that has arisen from Romans 9 to 11. Um, kind of, there was a lot of focus on the content from that those chapters yesterday, but then just an initial, a few additional things from the Book of Mormon and from recent revelation uh, and direction, which has kind of added to that, which again shows to me the importance of continuous revelation uh, and how the Lord is making known things in this last day in dispensation uh, that have been made available to many dispensations before as well. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the study session today. Um, I certainly have. And uh, if you have got anything to share with me about this or anything else you've studied, then I'd love to hear from you on my Twitter at Matt S. Roberts 90. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.